Podcast. 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 Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back to Fanboys and the Cast. We're back at you once again. As usual, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. You know, this welcome back is pretty apropos because uh, we did have a couple weeks of break and we are now back from New Year or from the old year to the new year. I don't know. Um, that's how clever I am today. And so welcome to 2021. So, guys, thank you very much for being here in my show. And, um, you know, I, I got to tell you, I've missed talking to you guys. And I have to tell you, what did you guys, you know, this is a, everybody talks about the word unprecedented um, what did you guys do for New Year's? I'll start off on a, uh, a rough note. Um, 2020 refused to let me go without one last hit. Um, <laughs> you say so without one last hip? You, you guys know. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, but for our listeners, you know, unfortunately. Did it hold uh, you back? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did it pin your one leg down? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm still recovering. Yeah. Um, I would I, I would love to say that I, you know, I spent New Year's on my feet jumping up and down when the ball came uh, when the countdown finished. But unfortunately, like I said, 2021 was not done with me yet. Um, I had like a horrible like back incident where I basically was on my I, I couldn't get up. For like uh, starting on the twenty on the thirtieth, like New Year's Eve, and the, for the last few days. So, um, yeah. So unfortunately, not, uh, not very eventful. But you know what? If anything, that was the responsible thing to do anyway. You probably shouldn't. Not you too, but you, the listeners probably should not have been out and about uh, in, in crowds, anyways. But yeah, I spent it with my family, with my two wonderful kids, and my wife. Watching the countdown uh, on my back because, unfortunately, like I mentioned, uh, sciatica or my hip, my spine, they all basically just gave up. And uh, so, um, so yeah, that, that's how I spent my New Year's. Uh, yeah, not, not much fun, but at least, you know, like I said, with family and texting with friends. So there, there you go. You guys? H? Um, it's weird because this is like literally the first time that I didn't do absolutely anything for New Year's. I didn't even watch any of the countdowns, any of the shows and whatnot. The only <laughs> thing I did was I played Animal Crossing. And that was my countdown. Nice. I heard. I, I used the Animal Crossing countdown because like 30 minutes before midnight, you could like uh, pop off poppers and everybody gathered in your town square. And I was like, this is both sad and actually kind of cool like <laughs> at least there's pe- i was like at least i have visitors at least there's people around me to wish happy new year to even though literally it's like you know tom nook being like what's up bro happy new year <laughs> we, we you're on here so we can make more money off of you and that was it there's like nobody around me so i was literally like i i think it's been like maybe 20 or 30 years since there's been nobody near me on like at midnight or whatever so it's, it's it was very strange but at the same time you know like we said we're always trying to be safe and uh you know secure over here uh texted my family didn't even i would imagine that some people wanted to do zooms and literally my friends that i did a video conference with they gave up like at 10 30 because everybody was exhausted and i was just like <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. I will text you guys in an hour and a half and I will play Animal Crossing until then. So, yeah. 
And then no That's one, no one, a tough 180 for you, H, because you're the guy who, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're either in your old Hollywood casino haunts or weren't you in Vegas like a few years? That's, that's a pretty I've, big one. You know what? I've never, I, ironically, I've never done Vegas for New Year's because, you know, I'm a big, uh, my, like my social anxiety would go through the roof. Um, <laughs> if, if I wasn't drinking, if I was drinking, however, that, that wouldn't have been a problem. But I never, I, we, my family always did Christmas there. We did Christmas in Vegas and we never wanted to come back oh. a week later. Cause it's like, okay, you know, Christmas. No one, I got the holidays yeah. mixed up. All right, cool, cool. No, but, um, uh, yeah. And if, if not, I'm either at, I have family who always does things. I have my other, a couple of groups of friends that always want to do uh new year's things. I think the last time I did a new year's with you was maybe like five or six years ago, guys. I don't remember, but, um, we always have something and then. This year, I was just like, no matter what, I was like, anybody in my family, say no. Do not go anywhere. Everybody stay home. It's fine. We're all just saying goodbye to a crappy year. So welcoming in a nice one. Who knows? So, yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny that you, you mentioned that um, uh, kind of similar to what you guys are doing, where I, you know, I stuck, stuck, I, I was stuck at home. That sounds bad. But I was at home with my wife and my kids. Um, you know, we had a nice, uh, uh, you know, uh, dinner together and then we just really uh, sat down. We hang, hung out and we got ready for New Year's. But what was funny, just like uh, Harold, my daughter realized that there was a uh, event for Animal Crossing. And at that time, this was like maybe a couple hours before um, before the what do you call this uh, New Year's. Um, I discovered, you know, I was looking, I was flipping through the channels because, um, you know, normally you have like, um, you know, Carson, Carson Daly. Wow. Uh, Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, they're the same. I person, think Carson right? Daly does one too. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, usually Ryan Seacrest has one, but I was uh, flipping through and I found out that um, Channel 11, and I think you guys, I talked to you guys about this. Um, they had like a, uh, like a holiday or New Year's special with Ken Jeong and uh, Kevin McHale. Um, and Joel, Joel McHale. Joel McHale, close enough. Um, and uh, if it Joel, was Kevin McHale, it would have been hilarious. <laughs> you know? um, but since, as, as the last episode we uh, we talked about, where I started watching Community, I was like, dude, you know, two two characters from one of the the the, the shows that I'm watching right now, I wanted to watch it, and it was actually really hilarious, even though it was basically a um, a commercial for like their what they're calling the uh, uh, the Mask Universe. Um, and That's so, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I mean, it, it's pretty clever, you know, that they have a universe now. But at a certain point, I was enjoying it so much that my daughter was like, "Daddy, can I play Animal Crossing?" And um, I was like, um, "Sure," but you know, I, at eleven o'clock, I want to come back because I want to watch the uh, the countdown. And my daughter really insisted on not like she wanted to do the actual countdown on Animal Crossing. I was like. What the hell am I gonna do? I want to watch something, and so um, I ended up like having to watch. At first, I was watching like the the show on like a, a tiny monitor. Um, I wanted to grab this TV right in front of me and bring it up there, and my wife was like, "No, don't do it." So, um, I, admittedly, at around eleven uh, eleven thirty or so, I was kind of like, "Come on, I, I just want the big TV." Can't I'm a grown up here? Can't I use the big TV? <laughs> So, but we ended up, uh, we did end up having the uh, Animal Crossing like um, flashing there as we were doing our New Year. So it was fun. Um, I have to tell you, 
this holiday, both Christmas and New Year's, this was the least stressful I have that's ever been. Because normally I'm traveling. Normally I'm either to San Diego or up north or New York. But this time around, I was sitting in my 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 couch. I had my pajamas on, and I was pretty damn happy. So it's pretty cool. That's actually a great way to think of it, dude. You're right. Because, yeah, uh, Christmas and New Year's, thankfully stress-free. Like, I was just like, what y'all want to eat? Hey, you guys. <laughs> what, what, oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what, what, what do you guys want to eat? Like, I'm tell, I'm asking my kids. I'm like, we got nuggets. Cool. Noche buena, guys. <laughs> We got some sliced craft cheese and some no- and some chicken nuggets. <laughs> it's a party, guys. It Have is at it. Dad, dad, dad's on his back. He can't do anything, so y'all go crazy. <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious, dude. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, again, welcome back. And I really hope everybody that's listening to this podcast had a great uh, New Year's and, you know, a beginning of, uh, at the end of our last episode, we were talking about how hopeful we were. Um, and, you know, it's... for six days, it, it was pretty damn, <laughs> it was pretty damn good. And good. You know, <laughs> normally, normally, you know, we always say this, we're not a political podcast. But as Harold kind of said, it, you know, it, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of it would be terrible for us if we don't mention the elephant in the room. Eh, eh, eh. eh. Or not on, not in the room anymore. Not in the room. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, um, uh, January sixth had some very interesting events. Of course, that was the day where um, we were supposed to do something that um, it, it, it's supposed to be automatic. Um, you know, it was supposed right. to be something that no, you know, in the years past, nobody really thought about it. It just happened. But it, of course, I'm talking about the counting of the electoral uh, ballots, uh, uh, confirming that, of course, our new president-elect Joe Biden was going to be officially the president on the 20th of January. But as you guys know, things did not go as well as planned. Um, we did have a bunch of, you know, numbnuts uh, that decided that they were going to go in, storm the uh, the the Congress, and it did happen. So I, I got to get your thoughts, guys. Um, you know, where were you? Um, what was what uh, what was your reaction? And you know, um, how did you how did you deal with it? You know, it's crazy because you're right. Then, like, it, it's we take for granted. It's ironic being the you know the the one government guy here. I mean, I work for the local government, so I, I, I'm not on the federal level. But you're right. Like these procedural things, these that's what they are. Procedural. Like we forget how like you know it, it, it's kind of forgettable that yes, they technically still have to do the whole pomp and show of like. The state of Arkansas will dedicate its two, uh, you know, electoral college votes for this guy, and then the vice president has to certify it on the state. Blah blah blah. You're right. It's like it's just like whatever. But the the this, if if we've learned anything from the last four years, there is nothing normal anymore. Um, you know, it took one guy with a I don't even want to call it a significant following, but just you know a, a mob. Basically, let's call it what it is, a, 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 a freaking branch of mob terrorists who who took over. And it, it took, you know, it's funny because, yeah, on the chat, you're the one who brought up. Yeah, um, I'm watching the, the certification. And I was like, the what? 
like okay whatever you know my, uh, it was wednesday so i even remember my wife and i were binge watching a korean drama and next thing i know like you know I, i'm on twitter just like harold and my phone is is blowing up like it's this it's the kind of things harold has the foresight thankfully to i think he has blocked certain words so it doesn't pop up anymore yeah. but i don't <clears throat> i did not so i'm just like what is happening so i'm scrolling through it going you know in as, as real time as you could and i'd like to think that i do follow you know uh, at least on social media i i follow certified and uh you know and and and, and credible news sources and i'm watching all this all these things happen in news in, in real time and it's insane it is insane um what happened at the capitol look straight out of a movie you know um one of the few things that i watched in this last year uh was white house down and <laughs> and, and and designated survivor with with Kiefer sutherland and i'm just like and i hate to make a joke because yes you know when our kids are older they're going to look back at this day. I'm hoping this is going to be on, or not hoping, but it's unfortunate that this is going to be definitely one of those uh, history book kind of events. But like, I'm looking at it. I'm, I, I saw those movies and I see what happened the other day. And I'm just like, those terrorists in those movies and the TV show planned way too much because apparently all you need is a bunch of jamokes and jabronis with some flags to freaking raid the Capitol and literally turn, uh, you know, the government upside down for at least five, six, seven hours. And, you know, the fallout is still happening to this day, a few days after its event. So it was insane. It was insane. And it was kind of nuts to the point where, yeah, my, my, it it actually really, you know, it it enforced in me, it's really tough. Uh, You guys know that I have an older son who has special needs, but that doesn't mean he's not, um, you know, he's not ignorant to the media. He, he, he doesn't have social media per se, but you know, he has a phone. He has, he goes online. And I also have a preteen who is, he, you know, he doesn't have a Facebook because he thinks that's for old folks and he doesn't have an Instagram because again, he thinks that's for old folks, but he is on TikTok and he is getting news over it. So it's, 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 it was a, it was a surreal moment because, you know, they're asking me questions, you know, and it's, it's tough to answer. I mean, it's not tough because, you know, I like to think I know right from wrong and that, what happened, what transpired that day was definitely wrong. But, you know, you have to, you know, for the parents listening to this podcast or the parents or even the uncles or the aunties who have little kids or younger preteens around them, it's a tough time. It's a really tough time to kind of sit down and explain. But I'd encourage if you are listening to this podcast, take the time to to speak to the young ones because, yeah, you know, the 25th Amendment is being thrown around. And like I said, my younger son was asking, like, oh, this is going to happen then. It's like, well, X, Y, Z. But anyway, I digress. It was a very, you know, it was a very emotional and kind of crazy day, to say the least. And, you know, like I said, the repercussions, we're still feeling it. The fallout hasn't completely happened yet. Um, you know, people are getting, you know, the people are getting banned on Twitter. And uh, and apparently, uh, you know, a certain somebody is taking his ball and going home and not going to the inauguration in a few weeks. So, <laughs> you know, it. Yeah, whatever, dude. So, yeah, I, I've spoken enough. You guys, what, how, how are things on your side of the uh, things? Um, I'll go, um, you know, and I, I still remember there was a, um, if I remember right, there was a um, something I, I told you guys where I was like, yeah, uh, I, I'm watching the uh, the electoral vote or the the certification. And I was like, you know, um, I know, I was like, I know the things are going to be okay, but wouldn't it be interesting if something, <laughs> something, if something bad happens and then slowly but surely and i was like in the middle of teaching and i had wow. my tv on 
And like literally in the middle of teaching, I was like, I don't know if you guys know this, but this is happening. Like I, I was, I was giving like live updates as I was trying to teach it. I was like, okay, they just went in. There's a guy dressed like a Buffalo and he, he's running around. I have no idea what's going on. It was ridiculous. Um, and you know, Lou, you and I came from the Philippines um, and we've seen stuff like this. Um, we've seen uh, elections um, that have not been, you know, th- that uh, that are fake, that have been bought and everything. And you know, again, not to not to politicize it, but it it just re- it remind- it reminded me of 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 what happened in the Philippines. But instead of peace, instead of flowers, instead of love, it was literally people like you know yelling racial epithets at, at everybody else. So you know what's what surprises me and what hurts and what um, you know what confuses me is I have you know I have people that I know personally um, uh, you know a, a few that you might not necessarily know of but uh, but reading their 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 Twitter feed uh, not Twitter feed, their their Facebook feeds and everything I'm like you know they're still throwing out the words like you know, Antifa and, um, and and all these this I'm like. You guys are seeing the same images, right? <laughs> you guys are seeing the same images, and I'm like, man, dude, like uh, one of the more disturbing scenes that I saw was the the, the guy with um, uh, oh, crap. What, what was the exact words? But um, it, it it was a, sh- a sweater with you know he was wearing like a Harley Davidson uh, American flag, and then on his shirt he this guy had like um a like um like the like a Holocaust camp. Um, yeah, like, like the camp like, Auschwitz. Yeah, I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" So I don't know. Um, it 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 hurt, considering that you know it took me so long to finally get my citizenship, um, <laughs> and you know it. I've, uh, I was I'm so excited about the process. One of the reasons why I was there watching the damn certification because as a history major, it's fascinating to me. But to see that happening, I kind of like what Lewis talked about the whole historical aspect of it. The only thing I can think of is, man, we look like idiots. We, you know, we, we have people in, in in China, we have people in Russia pointing us and laughing at us, and it's all because you use the word jamokes. You know, uh, any word that I can think of that is is terrible, I want to throw it out there. H, last thoughts up for you? Um, <laughs> yeah, like Lewis said. Uh... I specifically block a lot of accounts on social media. I have for a long time. Uh, basically, not saying that. Yeah, it's not that I'm saying that if their ideals are against mine that I've blocked them, but if their ideals are super negative about everything that I'd stand for, then that's when I'm going to start blocking them. Unfortunately, the one person who does that the most is was the president of the United States, um, and I, him, and all his cronies. I blocked every single one of those guys because I didn't want to hear it. Like, like I mentioned before, I lo- I did the whole doom scrolling thing and it is something that I continue to do, but I, I was trying to do it more like hope scrolling is what they're trying to go for nowadays. And yeah, for the beginning of the year, it was like, yeah, everything seems to be going fine. The two senators in Georgia, I stayed yeah. up to like three o'clock in the morning watching that, you know, um, I was like, well, you know, good for them. They worked, for themselves and they worked really hard everybody that worked to get them to where they were and 
it's just crazy that like you know the very next have day the very that the same morning the, this the true. dude the dude that was just like the fact that he never cops to losing the election was what bugging me more than anything else like dude you lost like like i i quoted freaking forgetting sarah marshall it's like the sopranos it's over find a new show you know <laughs> find a new show so like it, it's done let it go bro like and the fact that he couldn't let it go and he, that he is the one of the most followed people on social media and he spread out his lies to everybody and they were like yeah he's right he didn't lose what's the one way we can get him not to lose it's like oh follow me to the capital because he said he literally said we're gonna go to the capital after this dude like and then they all everybody who drinks the kool-aid and sucks on the milkshakes they followed him over they didn't follow him because he's too lazy to do anything yep but he had everybody else do his bidding as usual and it was like first of all if we really talk about donald trump i never watched the apprentice because that shows crap um, when he was hosting all the WrestleManias, that was BS. I never watched any of that. Never, I've never been a fan. So when he was president, people were like, no, nah, he's going to be different. I was like, dude, if he's the same moron that I've seen on TV for 30 years, he's going to continue to be a moron. And, well, he, we were right, well, he, you know, for the most part. And people were like, oh, you know, give him a chance. Everybody gave him a chance. The fact that he had the chance to show that he is a human being by saying, dude, I lost. Congratulations. Let's move on. Nope. Never happened. Fact made it worse. That one statement he dude, he threw out where he was supposed to apologize for everything. He opened with, well, we lost the uh, fake election. And I was like, dude, you're, you're stoking the flames, bro. It's like you're supposed to, you know, quell everybody, everything. Instead, you're like, you're billowing everything else. And everybody else was just like, he doesn't have it in him. He doesn't have it in him to, to be a gracious loser or to, to bend down to anybody else's wills, even the will of the American people. So it's like finally getting him to be banned on Twitter after four years, which should have been done like at least last year when he was talking all this nonsense or at least earlier few months ago when he was talking about this being uh, an election that he won when he clearly didn't it was just frustrating like you know having to because that's how the news cycle is going to work that's how social media is going to work is everybody's going to talk about him so no nonetheless no matter how much i blocked the guy his things were getting filtered in through my timeline and it was like too little too late and i think the thing that i said on twitter was the fact that he could have been a man and he could have said he lost, but instead of condemning anything that happened, he commended those people and he told them that he loved them. Yep. I was like, dude, like, and then now they're like, Oh, he's banned. So we have to stand up for him. And now we're going to do things that are worse. Like I hope to God that that's as far as it goes, but who knows with these morons, you know? Yep. So I'm sorry if you people who are listening, are one of those people who listens to him, but you are a moron too. I'm sorry to say that. Um, <laughs> I know we're saying we, we lost half of our, our, our followers. Yeah, we lost our <laughs> we lost our one follower. <laughs> but, but I mean, in terms of like, it's fine. Follow him politically, but in in terms of what he says personally about everything else, don't don't be an idiot and listen to that kind of stuff. I'm glad he's off all social media at the moment. Unfortunately, if you guys didn't see earlier, he tried getting back on by you know. Using the POTUS one. 
he used the POTUS one. He yep. used one of his Trump uh, account tech uh, accounts. He used his social media manager's account and put his own name on it because he's a moron. Because he has to have everybody <laughs> know, know that, that it's, it's he him. has to have everyone know it's him. He can't be anonymous. This is ah, uh, gee, yeah. You know so. the, the one. Here's the 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 last thing I kind of want to say. This and you, you're right. Um, you know, yes, we're not political, but we do have our beliefs, and we're, we're just like all of you people during the elections were throwing out how great this person was, how he's the best choice of, as a leader, um, and then all of a sudden now you're seeing what he truly is. In the silence that I'm hearing from everybody that supported this guy is deafening to me. And so, you know, if you're one of those people and if you're listening and you're one of those people who defended this guy, the same guy that today, uh, or uh, yeah, today um, let out uh, a, a statement uh, basically saying um, that, you know, the, the, uh, uh, a video statement of, of him condemning uh, what, what happened. And then an hour later, he started tweeting again um, uh, 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 how he doesn't believe exactly what he said, hence leading to the Twitter, Twitter thing. You know, just like his actions, just like his words, know that your actions and your words are going to be remembered. You know, um, just like those people, I don't know if you guys were watching the news, there was at least four newly elected um, uh, officials um, in like the different states that were part that participated in the 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 riot, and their faces were seen clearly. And guess what? All their constituents are now calling for them to to resign their their new newly instated position. And, uh, well, that's a good run then for them. <laughs> I just want to mention one more thing, real quick, and it's not a political thing; it's more of a social media thing. Mm. Um, and I I think Lewis saw that I kind of mentioned this before, but. It, I know Dennis talked about his, the silence being deafening. The worst thing is the hypocritical thing where everybody who is condemning the whole like, like a Black Lives Matter protest, peaceful protests. They were actually, you know, they weren't instigated into violence until people inst like pushed them to it. Um, people, And then we had friends who were like, I can't believe these are these things are happening. And then this happens and then they're just they haven't said anything. Yep. Where, <laughs> Where actual police officers died, people like who are protesting, not protesting, people who are rioting and looting, those people died. Like actual uh, things were at stake, and it was our government that was at, um, you know, under attack. It wasn't like businesses. It was our actual U.S. government with the te technically standing leader with uh, our vice president being targeted by people, and they have said nothing. And so I'm glad I don't know what those people are saying because I blocked all of them six months ago. <laughs> well, if you're thinking about, if we're talking about the same people, they're not saying anything. Either. Okay, I, I, you, we might be talking about the same people. But... So um, the last thing I got to tell you is this, you know, the, again, we're not a political uh, thing here, but surprisingly, we were able <laughs> to, uh, uh, and it, 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 we were able to uh, go for almost an hour talking about. Uh, how we're not political um but you know the, the 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 topic for today surprisingly still as harold pointed out um has to do with um with what we just talked about um just recently um you know uh, while we were on break in fact there was a movie that came out that a 
happened to be in Washington, D.C. B, it happened to have a megalomaniac um, who incited everybody and, and basically sh uh, showed everybody their, their, worst, uh, their worst selves and brought everybody to basically fighting to each other. And um, it, now that I say it and now that I talk about it, um, it's, I guess, a continuation from, uh, from the movie that we watched. So uh, today, um, if you are not familiar with, uh, but was it Christmas Day, I believe? Uh, yeah, Christmas, Christmas Day. Yeah, Christmas Day, a movie that we, all three of us, were really looking forward to because of the success of the first movie um, was Wonder Woman 84, um, directed by Patty Jenkins, um, starring Gal Gadot, and of course, my favorite Chris ever. So um, let's start with um, let's start with initial thoughts. Um, what did you guys think? And then maybe later on we can uh, jump into um, uh, the specific details and the specific uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for um, spoilers. And by the way, this is the first review we're doing in almost I God knows how long, like. It's, it's like six months, seven months since their last review. So I'm pretty damn excited about this. So who wants, who wants to start um, uh, uh, their thoughts? Initial thoughts of Wonder Woman 84. Dude, you're right. I think the last thing we reviewed was freaking Tiger King. Lord. <laughs> that right. feels like it was a lifetime ago. Remember when that was that like the beginning was? of pandemic. Oh, when life was simpler and everybody was just like, did that lady kill her husband? <laughs> oh, let me, sorry, Lou. Um, I got to interrupt you. Um, of all the people that did not want the um, the writing to happen, maybe just it was the Tiger King because. There was a there was talks that he was he might be pardoned by the president. Oh no! <laughs> and with everything that's happening, I don't think Tyrell King is on the table anymore. I don't think he's getting pardoned. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they took any pens and writing utensils away from Trump, except for maybe his phone. Oh lord! Um, initial thoughts about Wonder Woman '84. Um, I saw it. I enjoyed it. I thought I enjoyed it. I thought I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> um, I, I um, uh, myself, I don't think it was as solid or as good as the first one, but I thought it was a great addition to the. Well, you know, like I've been saying in our last, you know, few DC uh, movie reviews, you know, to the to the uh, basically a pretty solid one eighty for the DC animated uh, animated uh, movie universe. So uh, another welcome addition to it. I thought. It was a perfectly good movie to watch. And yeah, I liked it. Well, like you said, we'll go into details shortly, but I, I liked it. I liked it. Harold, thoughts? Um, I don't know. I was kind of... It's not... Okay. I, I did my best to avoid everybody's spoilers because as you guys all know, spoilers are my kryptonite and my... <laughs> They're, they're literally the red flag if I'm a bull. Like, I don't. Lewis knows. We talked <laughs> about this before. He's, you semi-spoil anything for me, you're dead to me for the next two or three days. Um, and then our one friend uh, in our group chat literally was like, Wonder Woman tear. And I was like, and then you guys were like backing me up and be like, dude, don't say anything. I don't know. Do <laughs> but do I was, I was literally trying to be like, it's Christmas, man. Let it go, bro. Like, don't say anything. Just, just let it be, bro. It's, it's supposed to be a happy day. Your parents are about to get a car. And then like, right before I was about to hand them the keys to the car, I was just like, so bad stuff happens in Wonder Woman. Cause somebody, and then I was like, don't think about it, man. <laughs> 
Merry Christmas. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so um, it, and then right like right before I, or right after I watched it, I see everybody else's uh, reactions where they're just like, dude, I can't believe that 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 garbage was allowed to be produced or that was a. Uh, you know, there's so many negative things about it. And even a lot of my friends in other group chats were extremely negative about it. Here's my thing. The movie was like Wonder Woman 1 was a long movie, but it had a lot of action scenes. So you're, it was able to pace itself out with starting action, dialogue, story, action, you know, end with action. Um, there was a lot of downtime in this movie. And it was kind of like, how how Aquaman was where there was good action scenes when they were good, but then when it was down, it was like I don't even want to watch this movie anymore because it was it was like we already know the stakes. She's gonna make it till the end because she's obviously the future of this franchise, and Chris Pine is not gonna make it because you know he's not in any of the like you know he don't, uh, don't say in, that Harold no you know in like in um what's that movie in um uh, Justice League Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> where where um she's like oh, i lost someone very close to me and it's just like did 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 you really or twice or, yeah tw- i know she doesn't mention that part <laughs> well technically she didn't lose him the second time because it really it it was never his face it was just her projection her astral projection on him i guess like, you're right so like um i will talk about those that later but um in, in overall i loved like different parts of the movie, but there was a lot of times where it was very boring. And it it was like, because of the fact, like we talked about this before, the fact that I was at home mm. where I was able to just like be with all this stuff around me and I could be distracted where I'm not in a movie theater where there's not a giant. I mean, even though I was watching it on a big screen with surround sound and everything, like the fact that um, I wasn't in a darkened room, you know, no, other attentions taking me away from the movie from the movie besides the movie. Um, so there was times for me like where I could have little lapses or just like, oh, what happened? So it didn't grab my attention that great. I, I liked it for what it was. Um, there's a lot that could have been cut out. I think it could have been a better movie, but overall it was pretty enjoyable. Um, I, I you you bring up a good point, Harold. I think it would it would have been interesting how we would have accepted this or how we would review this based on uh, if we were actually watching on the big screen. Um, you know, yes, um, like I told you, like I, I have a bigger TV now. Um, yes, um, I was a little closer just to have that big screen feel. Um, and I, I kind of like Her- uh, Lewis's initial review, actually, where he said, I think I liked it <laughs> uh, or I, I loved it. And that was the thing. When I first watched it, I was like, man, I really enjoyed that movie. And then the the fanboy and me started kind of like kicking in. And after the next day, I was thinking about it. Did I really like that movie? <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I agree with Harold. There were definitely parts that was quite enjoyable. And I think we're going to get into that pretty soon. Um, but you're right. When uh, there were parts of it that um, it um, and, and, like it kind of felt um, oh, crap. Uh, what's the name? What uh, uh, Lewis? What's the name? Uh, is it R- Richard Donner? Um, the, 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 the How dare you? How no, dare no, you? No, no, not compare what? this to Superman. No, no, look again. <laughs> that's the name of it. That's the yes, name that's of the, the, okay. he, he was the director of the classic. So uh, the the, the, yeah. the best parts of that movie of, of Wonder Woman eighty four reminded me of Richard Donner's Superman. 
um, you know, the the good parts of, of Richard Donner's uh, Superman. And um, I think now is the best time to kind of jump in um, uh, a little bit of spoilery. Lou, are we doing a lose reviews? Or... Do we have time to lose reviews? Lose views? Lose views? Lose views. Oh, my gosh. It's been so long. Like I said, since Tiger King. <laughs> so um, I, I actually thought about practicing this before you guys uh, brought this up. But um, all right. So okay, here we go. Uh, here we go. Let's, let's, let's get it. Uh, all right. Wait, so, it can't uh, start without the horn, Dan. I know. You have to say, <laughs> what, what is the name of this one again, Lewis? This is Lose Views. <laughs> so, uh, yep, buckle up your bracelets and shine your tiaras because let's go into Wonder Woman 84. Uh, so, yeah, it's a it, the movie starts with a bit of, of a time jump from World War One to 1984. It's right there in the title. Uh, we meet uh, Diane, uh, uh, Gal Gadot's Diane, Diana, um, I guess, working for the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C., uh, from there, we meet, you know, get, get ready for the info dump, but we meet uh, Barbara Minerva, played by uh, Kristen Wiig of SNL fame uh, as a doting, nerdy scientist, which Harold and then you guys have been around, but there's this meme going around that I have to accept or I have to agree with it that, you know, the whole nerd nerd becomes the angry villain is such a tired trope but um it, it seems that it's something that everybody's doing lately but so you know we we meet her so even if you don't know that she's going to become uh the uh, cheetah at the end or the bad guy you can already tell like oh she's a um she's been a bullied nerd this is going to come back isn't it and we also meet pedro pascal's max lord so you know if you're a comic book nerd this is kind of a big deal because uh, max lord uh huge in the Justice League lore. He was an advisor at one point. He was a team member. And, you know, if you're a big fan of the late 2000s comic book, he becomes one of the biggest villains who mind controls a bunch of leaguers into basically fighting amongst each other. So, you know, you said leaguers, Pascal, right? Oh, say, say that again. You said leaguers. League, leaguers. Leaguers. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. You're right. I should really slow down when I say league. Members of the league. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, we then are introduced to a magical MacGuffin. The was it called a Dreamstone or something like that? Yeah. Well, yeah, Dreamstone, where, uh, you know, unless you haven't seen, uh, if you haven't read The Monkey's Paw or literally read anything by uh, Stephen King, you know that all these things are not going to come or, you know, these wishes that this Dreamstone um, uh, uh, grants uh, are, of course, loaded. So thankfully, there is a bit of an info dump there, too, where they says it's just like the monkey's palm. Like, well, thank you, Chris Pine. But uh, speaking of which, you know, a lot of us were wondering, well, how does Chris Pine, who dies heroically in the first movie when he sacrifices himself on a plane uh, to 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 let these explosives detonate far and away from uh, from Diana and from other countries. How does he come back, uh, you know, 60, 70 years later in Wonder Woman 84? Uh, well, uh, what, what do you call it? We find out that Diana wishes him back, basically. He wishes him back in a body of a complete stranger. So uh, we have basically a cheat because we have a ghost scenario. Um, you know, it, it, we, you know, Chris Pine is inside the body of the stranger, but we, the viewers, and I guess Diana too, projecting, uh, sees that it, this uh, Chris Pine or Steve Trevor is back in his in her life. Uh, so you know, fast forward to a few 
yeah, you're right, H. There was a lot of like dead time because I'm trying to figure out like what happened in between that and this. Yeah, this is a lot of like characterization, I guess, and info dumping. Uh, but long story short, uh, Barbara wishes herself to become more like Diana. And of course, lo and behold, that means she becomes super strong, super fast and super skilled. But of course, being an angry nerd, she lashes out and becomes the, the thing she hates the most. She becomes a bully herself. You know, cue the sad violins. Um, and also towards the end, unlike the megalomaniac Dennis was, uh, the three of us were describing about who is in office today. Thankfully, at the end, the megalomaniac in this movie, Max Lord, actually has a moment of conscience and, you know, reneges his wish, takes his wish back, sets everything conveniently back to normal. Uh, but, you know, uh, just like everything else, it, it uh, what do you call it? Um, Diana has to give her wish back and Chris Pine uh, disappears back into limbo and she is no longer in her life. Um, and I think that's about it. Lose views. Burp, burp, burp. Burp, burp, burp. That, not bad, dude. Four minutes. Thank you. I know it's been a while. I know. That, that's, yes. that's pretty good. Dennis um, <laughs> said not bad. He actually lasted four minutes. <laughs> I mean, hey, yo. <laughs> you know, with a bad back, that's not too bad. <laughs> I, I actually got to, uh, don't mind me. I'm going to get up for a little, a little bit. <laughs> Don't disconnect me. I'm just, I need to stretch my back. Go ahead. Continue speaking. Talk, talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Um, I'm going to start. Um, uh, some of the things I like, uh, and I mentioned it, um, there were certain moments of it that really did remind me of the Richard Donner Superman. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, Richard Donner Superman, not necessarily, I mean, for its time, it was pretty good. But, you know, if we compare it to, um, movies now, it's not as much action. Um, it's not as exciting. But it was about the, uh, I don't know, the the hopefulness. It's about the 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 the, the what a hero is supposed to be. Um, you know, the the original Superman had, um, you know, like Lou. I love the movie, but you, you got to admit there was there was like that that time between. Um, uh, Pocket dies till he, he get he goes to the fortress of solitude until he goes to and gets the um, you know he finally becomes a Superman. There's a lot of dead time there and not a lot of action. You're yeah, right, not a lot but, of action. but there were a lot of like uh, like heartfelt moments, and that's what I felt with with um, Diana. There were moments there um, where it was it, it, like it, it was almost like are they referring to uh, Richard Donner like remember the the scene where and we'll we'll talk we'll dive more into it but there's a scene where they they're flying and they and um uh, uh chris pine's character flies through the uh, the fireworks and you see all of these things and it's the joy and wonder of diana and uh, and and him looking around with this face and there's like dreamy music like i almost i was almost thinking of them you know superman and lois lane flying you know, it, it was just moments like that, that I was like, this is, you know, this is what a comic book movie was before. Um, and that's what I appreciated about that movie is that uh, you can see Patty Jenkins and no, don't get me wrong. It's not, it's not a feminine thing. It's not a masculine thing, but you can feel like the, 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 the side that, the, the the feminine touch in it where you were able to humanize these characters. Um, another thing I really, really liked, and you know, I always joke around, but um, my favorite Chris is always going to be Chris Pine. <laughs> and I think his character, um, the way it was introduced, um, 
even though I think some people would argue it's it's um, similar to the casino planet of uh, of uh, Star Trek, uh, uh, Star Trek, Star Wars Eight. Um, th- that that whole uh, him putting on um, like um, outfits and everything. Did it have to be there? No, it slowed down everything. Was it fun? I I quite enjoyed just because absolutely <laughs> like like there there's scenes where like uh, just just Chris Pine Chris Pining it looking at the the plane Chris Pining it yeah that, <laughs> I'm telling you that that that's he's a verb it's a verb now dude but like like when he sees the the look on his face when he sees the airplane flying around it was moments like that I was like I like this movie you know but it, uh, just uh, but if I were to choose a couple of uh, bad things to kind of talk about. Um, you know, everybody talks about, it's one of the things that everybody talks about is that there was something odd about the final uh, battle. You know, it was, uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was, A, the battle itself was a little odd and B, the ending of it. It's almost like DC does not know how to end a movie. That, that, I think that that's almost like that's I, that's their biggest problem. It's like they need somebody to be able to finish it because if you think about what was the climax of this movie, it was Wonder Woman lying down on the floor, talking, making a speech. Right. Yeah, that, that that was the whole thing. So it was. It, um, I liked the battle. I um, people complained the CGI. Maybe um, they were looking at a bigger TV that. Um, it didn't look worse than other CGI's that I've seen um, in the past. But um, I, even though it, it was basically um, Spider-Man versus, you know, Craven uh, uh, the Hunter, um, uh, that that was happening there. Um, there was, you know, it's I still enjoyed it, but it was just an odd choice for me that the way they were going to end it is Wonder Woman talking, you know. So a couple of thoughts there. Um, I'll, I have a couple more, but I'll throw it to you guys first so that it's not just me talking a lot. Um, Harold H. Lewis. Um, I, I'll take this really quickly. Is I, I felt bad for the Kristen Wiig character because she's very much lost in this movie. Like um, it, That is pretty much her main antagonist. And she is the secondary villain in this movie. Yeah. So it's like, you never really give her a chance to shine. You never really put her like into the, to the realm of being the true enemy of this whole thing. She just happens to be there. She's literally like the Bane in, you know, Batman and Robin kind of deal. Oof, oof. Um, you know what I'm saying? Fair, fair. That, that's, and I, this is how much I was not paying attention to the second part of that movie is why did she get a second wish? I think that's, a, I think that's a separate thing. Like, the you're right. Um, I I don't know if you guys want to talk about it, but definitely that is one of the things that bugged me. Is they played so loose on the the rules on the rules of this. Okay, thing. and they never actually talked about. They never fully no. explained it. You know. Yeah, like that. Like like I know Lewis uses the word MacGuffin a lot, but this is literally like a big MacGuffin in that there was nothing that was predetermined in what. Um, the parameters of this particular wish stone or dream stone is supposed to to um, uh, to to limit, you know. So it's like in my head, I was like, how come every, everybody else gets the one, and then she gets to do like, oh, I wish I was Diana, and then two, 
I want to be an apex predator. So it's like, was that necessary? And at the same time, the fact that the secondary character was way cheesier, like, and it's, and then people were right. At least it wasn't, you know, she didn't look like one of the members of cats and, you know, she was an actual fully developed CG character. But when Kristen Wiig was just Kristen Wiig, when she was in the, you know, the, the one battle where they went first head to head, that was, I like, I even imagined that's how they were going to go with the direction where she doesn't mutate into a fully formed cheetah uh, or half person, half cheetah, whatever they're going with. And other than that, like, yeah, it was just like the, the, the three storylines that were trying to converge at the very end didn't make it there. They all didn't make it at the same time, which is what have been perfect. Um, But I enjoyed her flight. Like I enjoyed Diana flying on the or swinging on the lightning. I enjoyed her learning how to fly. Um, the invisible jet thing was actually pretty damn cool. I mean, <laughs> admittedly, like everyone else, like people on social media hated that scene. Yeah, I uh, agreed, agreed. But I loved that scene just because it was it was a great callback because nobody was really I mean, I was kind of like, this is my actual thought was they were going to go into the to the Smithsonian junkyard and be like Steve was going to be like, oh, I picked this plane. And she goes, I have another plane that you can pick, but you just can't see it. You know, that was that's what I was thinking. Like, I thought he was going to run up to it and then like, hit it, like, you know, because that's that's comedy. That, that would have been Chris fighting it, dude. Yeah, exactly. And he would have been like, oh. See, I, but, um, I thought, you know, him hitting an invisible plane would have been a Chris Pratt fall. Oh. Uh, uh, damn it. Oh, we might invite this guy back into our podcast. I <laughs> Invite my damn self. Once, you're, once, he, once he fixes his back, you know, he doesn't, we don't got to carry him anymore, right? I know. I think that's the thing. That now that his back is hurting, he, he, he needs to pull his own weight dude I know. that's what he's learning i need to compensate dudes oh lord he's actually um, just doing a sympathy pain for us because our backs hurt from carrying it <laughs> so, yeah i know after listening to the end of the year last uh podcast i'm like oh god <laughs> oh god i'm such a bird actually happy <laughs> oh god but yeah uh, uh, yeah, dude. Uh, speaking of being a burden, like it, it, you're right, H. Like the the, you know, it's I get it. The superhero movies, sci-fi movies, fantasy movies. Whenever you introduce something, some yeah, again, a, a MacGuffin, it, it is a, a tough to kind of keep with the rules. And you're right, it did really take away from it. Like the fact that um, you know Diana had is her little uh, her own little Spider-Man two moment where her powers were going away because yeah, that uh, one still confused me. That, right. Because, you know, a part of me was feeling like, OK, well, maybe I, I thought here's my internal logic while I'm watching it is that Diane, um, uh, Minerva, Barbara, Kristen Wiig's character was siphoning the, the, her powers because she said I wanted to be like her. And maybe that was, you know, the twist in the whole thing uh, that, you know, to be, to become her, she had to take her power. And that's why she was becoming weak. I didn't know it was, oh, she's becoming weak because she wished Chris back. I thought like. You know, I thought that was already going to be. How does that make her weak, though? Yeah, exactly. I thought that was already going to be. You know, I'm not trying to be too, uh, you know, too too literal or too too uh, you know metaphorical and stuff. I thought that was supposed to be the monkey's paw. Is that you wish him back, but you got to you also have to wish him away. So I thought that was going to be enough of like a needle, you know, a, a knife to your own back, saying that you know this one thing that you really really wanted and you really love 
you can't have. Like that's enough. You don't need uh, you know, a whole sequence of like, oh, she's getting weaker. I was like, eh, it, it could that uh, again. It goes back to everything you guys have already said, and I hate that it's coming to 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 a, to a head now because yeah, at the time I did enjoy the movie, but, but now I think this, of it. At, at the same time, though, her getting weaker still means she can flip tanks. Right. <laughs> yeah, apparently she can, she can she can flip tanks, but she can't catch kids, and then she trickles blood. And then it's like, oh, I'm weaker. And I was like, really? That's weak. That's weaker. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Nerf her, nerf her powers a little bit. Oh, I know. Like, a, a, a couple of things that I, I found funny. Again, the it's interesting you're talking about like the, the monkey spa thing, where, um, like, w- what are the rules? Like, um, first and foremost, like I found it funny that um, it, it's not just Minerva that was able to get two wishes. Um, the, his kid. Like how many times did he did that kid wish for things, you know? And it seemed like it it, it kept on working. Um, what you know? Um, like, but the one thing that really bugged me, and again, I go back to um, in terms of like um, how this whole thing works. The one thing that bugged me was how did uh, Max Lord dis- get to decide who gets or how he gets. What like I understand when he touched the president of the United States, fine. I'll 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 take that. This is the this is imaginary. That this is the rules. I'll accept it. And so when he touched him, he was able to say, "Fine, I'll I'll do this. I'll do this." But if there were billions of people that were wishing on the thing, how is he was able to do that a billion times? Uh, I'll take that one. I'll take that one. No, I'll take this. You know. So that was the one. That was one. And I know. It's nitpicking, and uh, and and uh, in that case, um, the the other thing that 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 that, that uh, the opposite kind of bugged me was that in order for it to happen, in order for everything to happen, um, we're to assume that every single person in the world had to take back their wish. I got to tell you, just based on what happened a couple of days ago. I think those people that went to the Capitol building would have not taken their wish back. There would still be nuclear bombs raining down yeah. everywhere. They would have doubled down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they would have been like, wait, they're giving theirs back. Can I get it? Can I take it? No. Um, the, the other thing I got to tell you, uh, H, I agree. I think there were three, uh, I, I think there were three different movies there um, in that actual movie that, that could have played out. Um, a Pedro Pascal movie would have been interesting if they were able to do that. A Agreed. Minerva, a Minerva uh, a side story again would have would have been good. But the one thing that ha- that Lewis forgot kind of in his loose views is that I really enjoyed that, and I, well, I know that sounds bad. I enjoyed that little girl at the <laughs> in the opening scene. Yikes! <laughs> you know that uh, uh, young, um... young 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 <laughs> young Princess Diana. I I would have loved if that was an actual movie, you know, like uh like the uh, the, uh, Wonder- the Amazon games. Yeah, like Wonder Woman, the early years. <laughs> I I would watch that, you know. That that's how that's how good I liked it. But you're right, they did kind of cheat uh, uh, Minerva, you know, Barbara Minerva. I I think that's her name. Um, and it was it it it, it did not allow them to a kind of flesh out his character his character but b i think it hurt because there was so many so much focus it actually 
we didn't actually get to see uh, Diana being Wonder Woman, just kind of kind of like what we saw in in the original movie. You know, there there, yeah. there wasn't that one scene where he, she was walking through the trenches, and you're like, oh my god, this is Wonder Woman. I didn't I didn't get that that any of that during this. Movie. I think the the only time I got that was in the very um, the very opening scene in the mall. Mm. That was the only time I got that from her, and then they could have they they, I think they were attempting it in that one. I I want to say when they were in the, the White House when they were in the, when they were in the White House, but the fact that she was depowered already, so like like literally, Steve is doing half the work for her. Yeah. So it's like, you you and I think that's what they were going for with the, her flying, you know, uh, throughout the whole whatever the hell she was flying. I, I still think it's weird. She was flying and then she backtracked to get the wings, right? Is that, yeah. am I, am I doing that correctly? Yeah. Th- that's the thing. She got <laughs> her powers already. Like I thought that the, that's where the, I really thought that's where the armor was going to be. Exactly. I'm depowered. I need to fight the cheetah. Let's get that armor. And she wore the wings for like two minutes. And it got destroyed. What the? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm surprised Artemis or, or 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 whatever her name is actually survived because if that's what happened with the armor, what what would happen if, when the, the the 500 people, uh, you know, the 500 soldiers that um, that uh, attacked that Artesia or whatever her name is um, <laughs> attacked Artesia? Atreyu? No, Arcadia. Arcadia. <laughs> Somebody. And her assistant, her Whatever. assistant Alhambra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look! All I know was Westminster at a certain point, um, <laughs> like it came in and helped out. <laughs> oh, dude! Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's you're right. It it is a disservice because you're. Um, I want to actually give a lot of credit to. Um, you know, yeah, we were kind of poo pooing on the villains at this point, but yeah. Uh, like I, I really think in individual movies, uh, Kirsten Wig and Pedro Pascal would have been really solid villains on their own right. Um, but yeah, you're I think trying to squeeze two into one did not work in this case. Um, you know, uh, Harold brought up Aquaman earlier. I actually kind of enjoyed how they did that version, where you know, Black Manta yes was second secondary villain. Uh, you know, second only to Ocean Master. But it kind of like you know they planted a lot of great seeds in there where you know Black Manta had. A, a personal vendetta against Aquaman, and not to mention, uh, obviously, so did um, so did the Ocean Master. In this case, yes, there was a a, a bit of a, a, a you know a issue between Cheetah and Diana, but it didn't have that like personal connection, or at least that you know the, the, it escalated real quick to the point where like you're my you know I'm your arch enemy now. I was like, mm, are you? Are you really? And I, again, it kind of goes back to that trope. Like I said, it's kind of going around about like vengeful nerds who get power and now they're the worst enemy like electro was in amazing spider-man and then and, and, um what do you call it? that guy you know in iron man 3 where that uh he did the same thing um so it, it was a little force and i would love to see if kristen wig could yeah like kind of stretch her acting a little bit more and maybe become a physical act you know an honest to goodness physical uh, uh challenge to diana um which i thought 
maybe there's uh they, they leave it open to because like like dennis said uh, you know did everybody wish you know uh what do you call it renege their wish I, I forget what the word is that they said uh renege their wish because they kind of left that ambiguous i guess in day and and in cheetah's case because she's just kind of hanging out there um and yeah harold also did remind me the, that you wish to be the apex predator i was kind of surprised she didn't turn into randy orton but that's all right you know <laughs> it's like she's gonna archaeo the, the hell out this, of <laughs> this is 20 years before randy did that's true so would have been like cowboy Bob Orton, or yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I found somebody. Somebody was on um, a social media, and somebody goes, "If you were, you know, um, the uh, the wishing stone um, really sucks at choosing things because um, who would call a cheetah an apex predator? Predator, you know, <laughs> what it should become like a lion or right. like a shark." <laughs> <laughs> I know what what happened to the to the monkey's paw there. You're right. What what if it what if she turned into a shark on land? I'm like, oh crap. So she'd be king shark. Exactly, dude. Like, plot twist. Y'all were expecting cheetah. You get king shark. And, uh, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, you know, there, there was a... unless it's underwater. Yeah, True. I mean, I, I you know, and, and like I mentioned, like I think it would have been better to speaking of spreading out the movie a little bit. Um, you know, uh, I, I liked that they brought Chris Pine back, but part of me, and uh, I'm not as big of a fan or as big of a stan as Dennis is with, with this Chris Pine, but I, part of me felt like it might have been a little too soon. Um, I'm trying to, you know, it's not apples to, to apples per se, but like I'm trying to imagine, like in in Captain America's case, if they brought Peggy back in winter soldier the second captain america movie like it would have felt it would have been nice because yeah we left off on a really uh, on a really sad note after first avengers when you know uh, steve didn't get his quote-unquote dance but at the same time like when we finally get to end game freaking almost 10 years later it almost feels earned and you feel like that great relief of like oh wow steve actually gets with peggy and they have a happy ending great but in this case like I get what the, the the premise is, you know, these wishes have uh, a, a bad side to it. But, you know, part of me feels like almost like maybe if we had saved this for like a third movie, like maybe let, let Diana as Wonder Woman, you know, more or less in a, in, a, in, a, in a way of speaking, like stretch her legs as Wonder Woman. Because in the first one, in the first I'll movie, stretch her legs. Right? <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on, Harold. Again, we're not a political post, but we're not feminist either. But let's say that. Come on, man. <laughs> No, we're not uh, misogynist. We we can be feminist. Yeah, Harold likes misogynist. <laughs> but unfortunately, those businesses are closed right now because <laughs> they they are non essential. Um, you gotta call them ahead of time. You gotta call them ahead of time, and they'll let you in through the back door. I think from from that, that uh, you have her, to pay extra her. for that, Lewis. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> I gotta go through the back entrance. So, yeah, like I said, I, part of me feels like maybe Max and his whole, you know, scheme like that. And, and like Dennis alluded to in the first you know, in the beginning of this whole review is, yeah, like maybe maybe may, making a charismatic megalomaniac with some kind of like mental powers be, you know, his own villain. You know, yes, it would have been a little too tongue in cheek, given, you know, our sociopolitical uh, environment right now. But at the same time, dude, let's go for it. You know, if, if we're going to go all in on this. You know, Richard Donner's Superman, Wonder Woman is the equivalent and she's a, a beacon of hope and she was going to beat him with this uh, a really nice speech anyway. Like save it for uh, its own movie and like maybe make a, a given um, it would have given uh, the second movie a chance for Wonder Woman, to, like I said, to to really like kind of round out her character and become a little bit more of herself instead of like 
oh, I, I'm just a girl who loves Steve a lot. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So what I've oh go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to say is like, I've learned that uh, the time she spent in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, I guess, was a uh, uh, depowering herself apparently, because from Wonder Woman to Wonder Woman 84, she's like, you know, pretty much equivalent or surpassing superman's powers from what we were able to see and then we see her in uh batman versus superman or her cameo there and then her in justice league it's like what happened to all that awesome stuff you could have done <laughs> yeah seriously um kind of jumping along in what you guys are talking about the one thing that that also that we we find out is that um even though in the end of this movie um, you know, we get a message of, oh, I'm going to grow. I'm going to do exactly what, what, uh, what, what, uh, what Steve said, and I'm going to discover, you know, the the goodness of this world. He did not, or she did not. She she waits until twenty the 2010s and still pining for for Steve. Um, still, you know, I'm hiding from everybody. Like, you know, there's a reason why nobody knew uh, who Wonder Woman was because she didn't do anything. Um, during that time, so good job, Diana. You you peed on um, your your promise to um, to, to Steve. Great job. Um, and, and yeah, like I, I get it's supposed to be a, um, a I don't know it's supposed to be an emotional thing, but uh, um, Steve uh, and uh, Chris Pine must have the uh, the the biggest member in the whole world uh, because. This woman waited, like, uh, has been pining for 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 him for like fifty years, you know, and um, still in love, uh, like, never allows herself to open up, and it it keeps on going until twenty ten. Who knows? Maybe my my one last thing, I guess, for this movie is that moment where she takes her wish back. It should have been a lot bigger moment. I oh yeah, I agree. I agree. It was, it was a little it bit. Was, of- it was so throwaway that it was like it was disappointing, and that that kind of turned like that didn't say and it turned turned me off in the movie. But the fact that that was supposed to be the big moment of the reveal of like the only way to reverse everything is for me to give up the thing that I wished for, and literally it's like how do you give it up? I'm just gonna walk away. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna run away, and then oh, I'm not mean, gonna see anything. You mean the hospital scene from Hancock? Yeah, that too. <laughs> exactly right. But even even in the hospital scene in Hancock, where it's like he's like I'm just gonna fly away, that kind of deal. That was kind of like a, a big moment, you know. It's like him like symbolically leaving and getting away and everything, and like having to get the crap kicked out of him. But her it was just like she was fully flying. She was just like, oh yeah, you know, it's just you know, I just gotta I'm just gonna walk away real quick and like and uh you're 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 gonna stand here, you're gonna just chill, you know. And then it's just like, dude. Come on, man! Give him a give. If you're gonna, if you're gonna take literally everything that you threw away from the first movie and saying whatever you thought about the emotional ending of the first Wonder Woman, don't worry about it. We fixed it. He's back. If you're gonna do that big of a move, like take him away in a bigger way. God, you know what I mean? Well, that and my issue is going back to the whole feminism feminism of the the thing. Is that if you think about it, it wasn't really Wonder Woman that made that decision. It was Steve that made that decision. You know, again, you have Wonder Woman, who's supposed to be the you know the 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 uber example of feminism, 
and she allows a man to make that decision for her, which I think kind of you know I, I know again we're 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 looking too deep into it, but um you know it it, it would have been a little bit more interesting if she was the one that had the courage to to you know. I mean, not that Chris Pine's character would have been like, no, please, no, I want to live type thing. But, you know, at least it wasn't Chris Pine going, you know what to do. You have to do this. And Wonder Woman was, okay, I'll do it. And then runs away crying. So, um, uh, crap, we, we came up with, uh, it's been a couple of weeks, but we came Oh, up I forgot. With, uh, what, what was our... Uh, we had a system? Yeah, we had a system. Oh, um, man, I can't even look back at our notes. <laughs> Crap, never mind. Wasn't it the blurst thing? Or no, was that something else? No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? And it's going to be one of those things where it comes out of like, I don't know. And I'm like, ah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be like seven months from now. Eventually, after close to um, in a, a couple years, uh, close to three years of doing this, um, we are still don't, uh, we still don't have a rating system. <laughs> Maybe the final season, uh, our final Wait, season. No, was it with was it the download it, stream it, rent it? No, own it. No, no. that's no. before. Yeah, that was before, and it didn't. Had another. We had a new one. Yeah. Oh well. Um, but um, overall, um, I will go back to what we said. I I enjoyed it. Um, would I watch it again? Um, I don't know if I would. Um, but definitely, I enjoyed my time with it. Um, you know, it, it was fun to see it with my wife. It was fun to see it with my daughter. Um, and you know the one thing, and I think I'm stealing the, the the idea, the concept from Kevin Smith. But you know the idea of seeing my seeing my daughter, and I'm paraphrasing because she was talking he was talking about his wife. But the idea of seeing my daughter actually have a superhero that she can look up to, um, I, I think, kind of shows you um, how good this movie was. I agree. Um, you know. It- in one of the first steps in this whole streaming experiment thing, um, I think it was a solid step, not like the greatest step, um, you know, uh, in theory, but, you know, I think it's a really good indicator of what, you know, I, I guess what the future of, uh, of movies and film, or at least how the distribution is going to be, um, you know, uh, I'll probably watch it again, you know, in the background or at least having it up again, just to kind of have a second set of eyes on it in a few weeks, uh, given that, yeah, like somebody said earlier, I don't think there's anything coming up anytime soon. So might as well uh, give, give it another shot. Um, so, yeah, I think it's for it's perfectly fine. Oh, uh, actually, yeah, for, for reference, after I saw this movie in preparation for this, I didn't watch Wonder Woman again. I actually watched other DC movies on HBO Max. Uh, so I actually fi- finally saw Birds of Prey hyphen harley quinn or at least now it's harley quinn semicolon birds of prey i don't know how they're advertising it now um you know the tone of the dc universe is kind of all over the place um this was definitely one of the you know this is definitely one of the better ones i'd like to say so yeah if you have the two hours you know just pop it in enjoy it uh definitely not something that you know is going to change the world per se but definitely something uh, good enough to watch See, that's the thing. My review is if I had two hours to watch it, I would watch it again. Unfortunately, this movie is two and a half hours. <laughs> uh, it is. This movie is an intermission away from being Titanic long for a second movie that didn't need to be that long. So um, it's fun. It's cool. I think people will like it. It's just it's not going to be 
um, on repeat a lot for me. This is my question, not question, but kind of a rating system, I guess, for now. Um, would you break quarantine to watch this movie? Oh, interesting. Um, that's a good no. one. That's a good one. That's a great question, but I'm going to have to say no. I don't think it's worth breaking quarantine or doing anything like that for that. Sorry. Yeah, no, um, I I would not. I, knowing what it, what it is, um, that's an extra 30 minutes that I could be spending somewhere else. Yeah, breathing fresh air. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like we have a unanimous decision over here. Um, you know, good job, Gal Gadot. Good job, uh, uh, Patty Jenkins. Um, amazing job, Chris Pine. You are you are the best. Um, Chris Pine, if you ever hear this podcast, I love you. Um, <laughs> Call him. Pines for you. Yeah, <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, um, you know, thank you very much for listening to this, guys. Um, we have a backlog of reviews. Um, that we are going to be uh, uh, talking about. So stay tuned. We promise we're not going to go too political, I think, um, next episode. Um, we'll so, see. We'll, we don't know we'll how the world's going to be, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if the world explodes, then you know why we didn't have another episode. Um, so Max uh, Lord. Max, <laughs> Max Lord. That is it for us today. Thanks for listening as usual. I don't know what as usual is. Oh, yeah. As usual, if you want to. <laughs> I thought there was an internet delay for a second because I was like, as usual, but I was like, he's still moving. <laughs> um, as usual, if you want to listen to all of our older podcasts, take a look at The Two Pen... Uh, the, the, the Two Pan Boys. <laughs> the Two Pan Boys.com. And of course... On Facebook, if you're still on there, if you're not banned like some people, um, you can find us two two fanboys and a filthy casual. Every time the podcast goes live, we'll be posting it there. Uh, not to mention our pretty still fun and active uh, Facebook group. Um, you know, find us two fanboys and a filthy casual. We'll, we'll gladly add you a bunch of like-minded nerds, fanboys, gamers, and geeks uh, who love to just talk and, and, and share their thoughts. And then, unlike the president, you can find us on both Twitter and. Uh, Instagram, fanboys one casual because we're not banned. We're not banned. We're not inciting any riots here. Well, with our bad takes sometimes we are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is it for us today. Hopefully you enjoyed our episode. This is a great start to a iffy start of a new year. Um, We'll see you next time. This is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. Welcome back to Fanboys in the Filthy Casual. See you later. And Dennis wants to know, is that a pine tree in his pants? And a pine tree in my pants.